Hello, my friend. This is Clyde, the one and only. There is something about Jesus that I want to establish from the beginning of our conversation today. Jesus is the only way. No, I'm not being corny. I'm being sincere. If you study Jesus, you realize that there has never been two Jesus. Jesus presents himself as the one and only. Let me share one reference as an example. Taken from John 14. Jesus is having a conversation with his disciples and he starts off with a strong declaration, one that silences all competing voices from the outset. He said to the disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In other words, let us eliminate any element of confusion or alternatives. You live in a world that there are many religions. There are many different understandings and theories about God. But let me set the records straight once and for all. If you believe in God, not a God, not a different God, but God, the one and only God, then you will believe in me, not me and any other. In that conversation, he's talking to them about heaven. And then he made another of his definitive statements. You know the way to the place where I am going. It was not rhetorical, except Thomas. Yes, that same Thomas was not going to let this opportunity pass by to seek clarification of something that Jesus felt they all knew. Thomas is the one who will risk coming across as not so smart, but he doesn't mind what you think of him. He said to Jesus, Lord, we don't know where you are going so how can we know the way? As a teacher, I used to encourage my students to ask the question, even if you think it doesn't make sense, because it is very possible that someone else in the class have the same question or will benefit from the answer. Thomas was the only one who asked the question, but Jesus honored this important question. Where is Jesus going? And give us the direction to where you're going. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. One way, one truth, one life. That is it. You want to know where I'm going? I'm going to the Father. I'm going to God. And you need to know this. There's only one way to God. There's only one truth about God. There is only one benefit in relationship with God. No alternative, no option, no other version. My father does not make provision for you to find another Messiah. I am the real deal. So there is no truth to the prevailing argument in the world today that all of us serve the same God, that God is who you make him out to be. <laughs> that is totally wrong. One God and one way to God, and that way is Jesus. Let me give you a minute to process that because it is important. There are many theories and alternative religions. Please don't get duped into signing up with any religion or teaching that is an alternative to Jesus. In other words, Jesus is not a member of a group of prophets. Jesus is not one of various ways to God. Jesus does not allow for the modern version of religion that God is generous enough to acknowledge your sincerity if you serve another Messiah. I believe you are clearer now than before, right? <laughs> so we come to John 15, and Jesus is continuing this one and only 
teaching as he continues in his conversation with the disciples. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. I am fascinated by how Jesus introduces us to the illustration using a garden. In this garden, there is only one true vine. In this garden, you might well see other vines, but they are false vines. They are vines that do not get attention from the gardener. This garden is not about vines, but there is one true vine. And this vine is the only vine that my father, the gardener, tends. There is no doubt about where he is taking the conversation. You do know that a vine is not the end of the story, right? That a vine by nature has branches, many branches. And Jesus says that this is how the gardener deals with the branches that come from the true vine. If a branch is not bearing fruit, he cuts that branch off. The branch that bears fruit, my father cleans it up so that it can bear not one, but many fruit. By the way, he never tells us what kind of fruit it is, and there is a reason. The lesson is not about life beyond the fruit. Don't get distracted by it. Rather, it is about the connection or relationship between the branch and the true vine. Don't be distracted, my friend. Jesus is talking about you and him, not you and anything else. He is talking about the connection between the branch and the true vine. You are already connected to me because of what I have spoken to you. What has he spoken to us? I don't have to go any further than the verse from John 14, verse 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. You are already in because you responded to what I have been teaching. So let us go on. Pay close attention to this bit of teaching that Jesus wants us to understand. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Let me say it in a way that you will understand. When you become a Christian, you become a branch that is connected to the vine, Jesus. You cannot survive as a Christian. You cannot be what Jesus wants you to be unless you stay connected to Jesus. Branches bear fruit, and the only way you can bear fruit is if you are engaged in a relationship with Jesus, and Jesus is in relationship with you. If you're not in relationship with Jesus, you are in trouble because when the gardener comes around and finds that you are not being fruitful, that he, that he is going to remove you and cast you aside. So I leave you with Jesus's closing statement on this matter. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples.